Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. Last week, in case you haven't listened to it yet, we interviewed Mary-Kate Wiles. And that was incredible. That was a really great interview. I feel like we were at our best ever. (laughs) It's so funny. In case any of our uh, guests are listening... Every, well, you're, well, you're all great. You're well, well, here's what's interesting. Everyone at the end of it, I feel like, is always kind of like, did I do okay? Was that good? And we, I feel like, are more insecure about that because yeah. we're like, did we ask the right questions? Did we tailor it to each person well enough? Yeah. And, I mean, I really enjoyed talking to Mary-Kate. I think it's been it's been over a year now we're doing this, but it's been less than a year that we, we've been doing interviews and it's definitely been a learning uh, experience to figure out what does it take to do a good interview and what does it take to ask good questions and that kind of thing and I feel like with each interview we do get better and yeah. and you know with Mary Kay I think it was just a really great interview that flowed really well and we got to learn so much about her and shipwrecked which was really awesome um, I felt happy when we asked her questions that she hasn't heard before. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been five years, but when that five years ago, when the Lizzie Vanna Diaries first came out, I feel like a lot of people were asking the same kinds of questions over and over again. Yeah. So it made me happy when she said, oh, I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. So that was really nice. <laughs> Actually, I got to thank our shout out to our fans because we asked our, our, our listeners on Twitter to send us some questions and they were the ones who asked us the wild cards. Brought in so. some quality questions so thank thank you you for that so actually these two episodes that we're going to be discussing today there's quite a lot to discuss Mm -hmm. so we might as well just jump into the episodes yes so starting with episode 79 the unavoidable mr lee written by margaret dunlap hi margaret (laughs) lizzie gets an unexpected guest bing lee stops by pemberley digital and He's got some things to vaguely say and add to the conversation. And hilarity ensues. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love it when she's like, oh, hey, Bing. Like, she makes up small talk about it being a lovely day in L.A., which it always is. Yeah. I can confirm. You can confirm. I can confirm. Um, and it's great because we haven't seen Bing in a while. No. Um, but bless his handsome face for still oh. thinking that. Bing. Hey, Lizzie. You recording another video letter to Charlotte? Uh... Hey, Charlotte. <laughs> just like, I bet if no. he came up behind us right now on this Facebook, or sorry, this Instagram live, he'd be like, hi, Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be like, no, this isn't for Charlotte. It's How can you. you still think it's for Charlotte? It's the internet. But that, that is pretty adorable that he does think that he and Lizzie still are keeping in contact in that unique way of through um, mm-hmm. through video. Which is how I mean the Vlog Brothers kept in contact for a year in yeah. their in their first year of doing exactly. that. So it's possible. Yeah, but it's also a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And it's been a while since we've seen Bing. Like, we haven't seen him for a long time. We haven't seen him since he broke Jane's heart and she went off to Los Angeles, which was like whew, it was like pre it was like right before Lizzie decided to do independent study. So this is episode 79. We're talking episode 50, early 50s. Yeah. We haven't seen Bing. Wow. He's just as handsome as ever. Oh, yeah. And he's just as clueless as ever. Yep. Um, But Lizzie kind of brings up some really great questions, even though they're both kind of 
not really talking directly about the issue that they both want to talk about they're kind of tiptoeing around what they really want to say and what they really want to ask but lizzie does it in a very artful way of like well if so and so if this person like really put weight into what his friends think maybe he shouldn't do that and that kind of thing and he should be his own person and try to have his own opinions which he doesn't the thing is he says an interesting thing about and Darcy and Caroline, they look out for me. You know, it sounds like you trust them more than you trust yourself. Well, when I'm not the smartest person in the room, I like to believe I'm smart enough to figure out who is. He puts a lot of trust in Darcy and Caroline's opinion. So when they say like, hey, you should watch out for that girl because maybe she's just looking out for your money and not for you. He's like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Maybe you're right. And that completely shifted everything. Yeah, and what's actually kind of nice about this episode is it does remind us that he was coming from a very different place. I mean, when we were kind of looking at it through Lizzie and Jane's eyes, they're like, their relationship is so pure, they're very much in love. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Bing is kind of here to remind us that he's a good-looking doctor from a rich family. Yeah. And he gets taken advantage of a lot. I mean, we see how adorable and puppy dog-like he is. I mean, I feel like I could distract him with a bone, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I do love him. Go fetch. Fetch. (laughs) Now take this meal voucher that doesn't work. Go fetch. (laughs) That's a John Mulaney. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. I hope you're watching John Mulaney. No, nope. except you're not. He hasn't joined yet. It's fine. Oh, no. Well, not yet. You know, not whatever. Yet. It's early. But um, which uh, I should mention, we're recording this right now, and we're also broadcasting on Instagram Live. This um, is this is very jarring to me. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird. We might stop soon. Yeah, yeah. Because I <laughs> back to what I was saying. Yeah. Bingley gets taken advantage of a lot. And I thought it was big of him to admit that he's not the smartest person in the world. I feel yeah. like that's actually not the kind of statement you want your healthcare professional to be making. But I do appreciate his honesty in saying, uh, that was another John Mulaney joke. Uh, I do appreciate his honesty saying, I'm not always the smartest one in the room, but I know who is the smartest person in the room. And Caroline usually is. And Darcy usually is. And not only are they smart, but they have my best interests at heart. And so if they say something like, this girl is only after your money, I'm not really sure if she's the one for you, I'm going to listen to them. And it's, I get it. I get it. Like, he wants to trust Jane, but isn't really sure if he can because she hasn't completely opened up to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm still stuck on the fact that, like, a doctor... Imagine if you're, like, in the doctor's office and, like, your doctor's just like, you know, I'm not the smartest person in the room here, but, I'd be like, like, ah, there's only uh, two of us in the room. <laughs> and I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> not comforting. Oh, that'd be so funny. And I do I do find it funny that Lizzie also brings up the fact she's like, shouldn't he be in school in classes? And like, that's what we're all wondering too. That reminds me of Med when student not in class. It was Margaret, wasn't it, who told us that yeah. she and Jay and and Kate Rorick were all sitting around and they were like, so why isn't Bingley ever in class? <laughs> and that's when they had to start cooking up the idea that like, oh, maybe well, he hasn't been going. Yeah, because fans started to point that out too of like, yeah. you know. He's in San Francisco, you know, just how, chilling. How can a med student just like take trips whenever he wants? <laughs> I, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Bing is coming in kind of like still trying to be on Lizzie's good side and trying to smooth things over because... As much as I think he's been avoiding the subject and he, like, ran away to Los Angeles to avoid the entire situation, 
so I feel like Bing is really still holding on to what happened. He's not over it. He knows it didn't end well. And he knows he did something wrong too. So like, it's this weird conflict for him where he can't face the fact that he wants to kind of pursue something on his own. But he so values the opinion of Darcy and Caroline that he doesn't want to go against them. That's a good point. I mean, it has to be very constricting for him because yeah. I feel like all of us, he has these whims that he'd like to go on, but he wants to sort of keep to a straight and narrow path and he depends on his friends to keep him there. Yeah. But it's like, what do you do when you just have to sort of go on those deviated paths? Yeah. You just have to ignore what everyone else says. And, and I, I don't, you know, rich people problems. I'm like, <laughs> you got to protect your wealth. You got to be careful of like what kind of people come into your life and are only after that. And yeah, mm -hmm. that's a, definitely a valid uh, thing to be concerned about. But he's not letting himself kind of be open to that too. He's not taking that risk and being too afraid of like what could happen. I mean, and I, as I recall, that wasn't even one of Darcy's main issues with Jane. Right. Like, it was, for him, it was mostly the family. Yeah. You know, it was, it was like, mostly that, like... What people are you getting involved with? Exactly. It wasn't like she's a gold digger. Yeah. It was like... Ooh, can you imagine, like, if that's what Darcy told Lizzie? Like, your sister's a gold digger. Like, oh I'd be gosh. like, nope. Done. No, done. Done. Sorry, this Daniel. This show means we're, nothing to me We're anymore. good with you. No, thank you. There's a lot of unsaid things. There's a lot of unanswered questions. And Lizzie reflects upon this in the next episode. Which is episode 80, Hypermediation in New Media, also written by Margaret Dunlap. Guys, cannot stress how important this episode is. Yolanda and I were fangirling, okay? When we when the video first came up and I saw what Lizzie wore, I immediately shouted, it's the verisimilitude episode. That should have been the title of this, of this yeah, video. Yeah, hypermediation and new media. What? It's the verisimilitude episode. <laughs> Thanks, Margaret. Oh, but we also have a fun story that we'd like to share. <laughs> super relevant to this episode because we get to see more Darcy in this episode. Yes, this is a very Darcy episode. And we got to see Darcy in real life. Literally, we saw him. <laughs> Take it away, Yolanda. Kind of embarrassing, I think. Okay, so. It's only it, embarrassing if he were to listen to this and he true. won't. So, it was the night the Dodgers lost. We were kind of in a sad mood. And we yeah. were like, what a terrible night, you know? And I like, forgot that. It's so not. Yolanda and I see improv shows every yeah. week. And we were walking out of that feeling glum. It was like, I'm not a huge baseball fan, no. but it was still like, hey, you kind of, we were kind of expecting them to win. Like, come on. Like, it was our city. Like, <laughs> yeah. they haven't gone in our lifetime. They haven't been to the World Series. I know my dad was really excited. I was sad yeah. for him and like the rest of the city. And it was one of those things where, like, oh, well, this is a really sad note to end the night on. Yeah. What can we do? Like, we can't do anything. Nothing. And we're walking and we walked by this restaurant and we both just where we actually had dinner yeah <laughs> and we both happened to look in and who do we see standing there but daniel vincent gord dar c himself that's we, what happens when you live in la yeah you just <laughs> run into people stars left and right and we like basically like shoved each other like what do we do because so i should emphasize Setting the scene, we're on the sidewalk and we look in and we see him inside and he's like, I don't know, getting his drink or something. Yeah. And he's gonna come outside and we basically huddle up, still on the sidewalk, and be like, 
we have to say hi to him. We also, have to. it's 10 p.m. It's also t- <laughs> in Los Angeles. In, no, in Hollywood. In Hollywood. In Hollywood. So lovely area. Not like the best of scenarios yeah. to like accost someone. Like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> like, like well, especially since we would have been like Daniel. <laughs> There was no, like, graceful way to be like, excuse us, Daniel. We would have been like, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel Vincent Gord. Darcy. <laughs> we, like, paused, like, so we were, like, hopefully out of out of sight for him. And we were like, okay, how do we do this? How do we approach this? Okay, what do we say? Excuse me. No, no. What do we say? Dan- we are you were, Daniel? No. And we, we, were in, we know he's Daniel. We were in the middle of planning this. When he just like whips well, out the door. No, no, no. We decided. We decided that we were gonna say, "Excuse me, Daniel," and that way it'd be like a very nice little intro. But in our defense, we didn't decide who was going to say. Also, in our defense, excuse me, Daniel. We're very shy, yeah. and it's a problem. It's a mounting problem, Yolanda. We really need to just talk to strangers. And it was a thing where he's also a very fast walker. He just like darted out of there and was gone. He and was just gone. only way we could have gotten his attention was if we were to yell after him, which, which I didn't feel like doing. Again, 10 p.m. Hollywood. Yep. Not the best of settings to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you know what? The day we saw him was Darcy Day. <gasps> because I remember like texting you the next day saying, I hate us. Yeah. <laughs> because we didn't get a picture with, with Darcy, Darcy. On Darcy Day. And it's the biggest regret of my life so far. I suppose it's a pretty good life. (laughs) After like that time, like it passed, I was like, what a great moment for us, you yeah. know? Like, we just got to live that moment. Yeah. And we that's enough. literally saw him, did not say, I mean, because I think he knows, like, he has liked some of our tweets. So I think he yeah. knows we exist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's just so good looking. And I think, like, they know. Like, I don't know if he saw us or if he, like, realized what was happening. I like to think we look kind of like shrubs. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't really see us. He's like, oh, some shrubs. Yeah, it's a weird thing to see on the side. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But I feel like if we were to be like, excuse me, Daniel, he'd be like, he would look at us and be like, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> you're Pemberley fans, aren't you? It's like and obvious. Like, yeah, that's us. That's us, you know. So that's a fun little anecdote that we're starting off with. Let's dive into the Darcy episode, the verisimilitude episode. So Lizzie is also kicking herself. Yeah. Because Great she's... Transition. Thank you. She's also kicking herself because yeah. she realizes that even though she had this exchange with Bing, they were essentially circumventing the real issue at yeah. hand, which yeah, is yeah. like, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Why did you dump Jane? And she wanted to ask and just didn't. The mo- She let the moment slip her by. I know what that's like. You know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> perfect opportunity was right there and I just let it fly on by. And Lizzie wants to not dwell on that anymore and she wants to do some costume theater but no one's around. So she starts doing what anyone would do, just wander the halls in search of any employees at these fictional companies that 
have so many people working there. To be fair, I think she was just looking for Gigi. I don't oh, yeah. think she was looking for anyone. <laughs> I that think would be kind of funny. She was like, she wasn't like, will you be in my videos? Like, yeah. it's not LA. Yeah. I mean, in the in the show, it's not LA. Uh, you could throw a rock in LA and get someone to be in your web series. <laughs> but... <laughs> But uh, no, she's looking for Gigi, but she gets the next best thing. She runs into Darcy. So handsome. And he joins in for costume theater. He just happens to have a newsy hat and bow tie in his desk that he can just bring out at any time. I'm sure it's in his desk or whatever he has. He says it was like the best he could find last minute. Just like a really nice bow tie and a really nice newsy hat. I would like to think that he like mugged one of his employees. He's like, does anyone have a newsy cap? Does anyone have a bow tie? Stop the presses. But what what I really like about from this moment forward, from the moment he agrees to participate in costume theater as Darcy playing against Lizzie Bennet as herself in costume theater, that's where I feel, oh, this is like, we're like inception we're going like three layers deep so what i also like about this is lizzie reminds us that the videos are more than just an opportunity for her to document her life she has relied on these videos to work out her problems because she says like you know before she finds darcy she's like I don't know uh, how to solve this Bing and Jane conundrum because normally I would just like turn to costume theater and and try and recreate the situation. And I think that like forcing her to think about what other people would do in the scenario is sort of what helps her work through it, you know, like she really empathizes with them. And so I feel like she's kind of reminding us in this moment how important these videos are to her life because she's really not just like, here's my life, like here's my sister's love life business. Like she relies on them for working out like because her sister problems are her problems and so she's working these out and they're having a hyper intelligent conversation it's cute because they finish each other's sentences and they're flirting at the same time adding to their level of immersion i thought forget it it's stupid you thought that costume theater as ourselves would remind the audience that This isn't a conversation we would naturally have. While the rest of us are kind of playing catch up, like, let me think, like, I I can catch what Lizzie's talking about when I slow down the conversation and really think about it, but Darcy gets it immediately. But because of that, the obviously constructed nature of the scene would, by its very artificiality, create its own sense of verisimilitude. It got all of us, Yolanda. That, That word got all the fangirls pregnant. (laughs) just kidding what i also find interesting about this because basically this costume theater exchange between the two of them is about kind of reconstructing what real life could be i think it's interesting that there's no script she wants to wing it which means she's a real person who wants real answers from him and they get somewhere i mean like he essentially confesses to her that she's earned his trust mm-hmm. because she's kept his secret. Oh, that's what she wanted to know. She wanted to know, like, why didn't he tell her about the videos? Why didn't he tell Bing? Yeah, sorry, that's what yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, why didn't he tell Bing about the videos? Yeah, and he basically said, like, I didn't want to betray your trust because you didn't betray mine because he, like, wrote a very personal letter to her. Well, also, like, bringing up the fact that he watches the videos and saying, like, you know, 
Dar- this Darvid fellow, like if he came along, maybe he would have some issues about what you've said, being very coy about that whole thing too. But it proves that he's been watching all the yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, that he's been watching. And uh, I mean, that's a tough episode to watch because that's the one with Wickham. Yeah, it's like, and it's not even that, it's Wickham lying, yeah. you know, because uh, it's funny because like earlier we were like, wait, like did he, but she didn't keep a secret. She told us about Wickham's side of the story, but she didn't tell him about Gigi and yeah. what happened to her. And I feel like that's and the biggest And she still hasn't. Secret. Exactly. Like it's, that's the part where she's like, it's not my secret to share, you know, like mm-hmm. it involves people she had never met at the time. She has his trust, like she's kept Darcy's trust. And so this is a very pleasant exchange between the two of them that they're not at each other's throats and it's lovely. Their their relationship is slowly progressing. They're, they don't hate each other and they're on good terms, you know, but it's at a weird place too where Lizzie doesn't know where his feelings stand and he doesn't know where her feelings stand and they just are trying to be friends. Even though, like, they never really had a full conversation about that, you know, of, like, are, are we friends? Are we, like, do we just hang out now? Or what's <laughs> what's going on? I mean, right now I feel like their relationship is hinging on Bing and Jane's relationship. Yeah. Because they're each sort of, in this conversation, representing their person. And like, I think, yeah, Darcy's finally getting that, getting that of, like, oh, she hates me because of, I, like, the fact that I hurt her sister. Yeah. Like, indirectly he's he's responsible you know he is responsible for what happened with jane and bing and but even though like he brings up the argument like well you know if how could he have been uh persuaded so easily if he really really loved her or if he really had uh feelings toward her lizzie's like you know things aren't always great in the world let us have a little joy (laughs) and you you know things are slowly they're slowly starting to communicate better Mm -hmm. even if it's through costume theater Especially through costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of good reminders here and good setup. Like, it's just like an excellent demonstration of their chemistry, I think. Yeah. Because, like I said, hyper-intelligent conversation and it's still flirtatious. Yeah. It's what we all want. I'm just speaking for everyone here. <laughs> Jumping to the comments section now where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired for episode 79. Sad Night Owl says... Every time Bing pops in with that sweet but oh so oblivious grin and says, Oh, you're recording another letter to Charlotte? I crack up and swoon. <sighs> Same. The Vampire Frog 06 says, I'm with Jane on the fact that he didn't have to listen to Darcy and Caroline, but poor guy, he looks like a sad puppy. You can tell he's like Jane and that he doesn't want anyone to see that he's miserable. Yeah, yeah, he's putting up a brave puppy face. A brave puppy face. <laughs> I was like, things are fine, right? Oh. <laughs> Ruby Hearted says, Ah, so frustrating. Lizzie should have told Bing to finally watch her freaking video so he could know how badly he blew it. Or at least told him she got Caroline to confess her conniving ways and that Darcy got it all wrong about Jane. I know. That's a lot to confess. That's a lot to confess. I feel like it's, you know, it's funny because earlier we were talking about how Darcy not telling Bing about Lizzie's videos is the same as Lizzie not disclosing the contents of Darcy's letter. But it's kind of not the same thing because Lizzie's videos are on the internet. They could accidentally be discovered yeah. at any moment, you know? People do it all the time I feel this, in the series. Like, if any of that information from Darcy's letter had gotten leaked, it would have been her. That's true. It's not 
an equal yeah, thing at it's all. Not the same. One's very public, and the other, yeah, it's very private. It was a letter. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it had a wax seal and everything. It written, handwritten. Hey, look! It's a meerkat. Says, not the smartest person in the room. Bing Lee, you are a med student. You should always be the smartest person in the room. To our point exactly. Comments for episode 80, and this is actually Jillian's comment. I'll let you read this one. <laughs> Verisimilitude. Boom! Pregnant. I would like to say I was a freshman in college when I wrote this, and I thought I was a genius, and I was the top comment for like 12 hours. <laughs> Sarah Granville says, the whole series is wonderful, but this episode in particular made me squee a bit. When Darcy came in with the bow tie and hat, when he said he made reference to Darvid, when he said he was a fan of Dr. Gardner's work, bravo. I feel like it's demonstrating that he's a good listener. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, very true. Men don't do that. <laughs> Taya89 says, I just had the sudden image of Lizzie and Darcy in the future after all this is over and they're happy, sitting at a table in the corner of a coffee shop at night having an in-depth, intellectual, and thought-provoking discussions about anything and everything. This video proves that she's met her match. They are officially perfect for each other. I do love how this is essentially fan fiction. Yeah, I know. I love it so much. I love fan fiction with all my heart and soul. So bless you, Taya89. (laughs) Brucha says, when they looked at each other outside the room, I couldn't help but be all, look, look, OMG, their height difference. I don't know, but it's just sort of cute. Ah, Darcy, why are you so good looking? Lizzie, do you like him yet? Like, come on, OMG. I agree. I think this she's is, very pretty in this episode. Her hair is on point. There's a lot of frustration because it's like, you know, you know what's going to happen. But also, they're not there yet. Also, Daniel's like very handsome in that yeah. shirt and the suspenders and the bow tie and the newsy hat and the pants and the everything. There's He's just handsome in the everything. So much going on. Yolanda, we saw him in person and we uh. didn't do anything. <laughs> We, we had the best of intentions of doing something. Yes. And that's what matters. Yes, it's, that's the only part. Have you met him? Like at VidCon or anything? Uh, so, the very first VidCon I went to. Okay. Uh, and they had the Lizzie Bennet Diaries panel. I was in the front row. And at the end, they all handed out bookmarks. And he handed me my bookmark do you still have this bookmark obviously i don't know where it is it's around here somewhere because there was like one with all the guys on it and one with all the girls on it and handed me the guy one so i've since acquired actually a couple more of those bookmarks so i'm not sure which of those but but he handed me my so like we made eye contact great he was like here you go and i was like yes i'll marry you (laughs) (laughs) have you ever met him i saw him from sounds familiar (laughs) i saw him at 10 p.m on hollywood in hollywood i was there i saw him i think at vidcon 2013 or 14 that's what i saw him 13 i saw him at like the hilton lobby he was at a table with like all lizzie bennett people but i did not approach his table because i was like this is close enough. <laughs> just from I think I've heard this story yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, I've told it, I think, on this podcast. But yeah, I was like, I'm good. And you know what? That night at, uh, at where we were at, that was even closer. And I'm like, I'm good with this too. Yeah. Um, it's, we're 
years at a time, slowly <laughs> warming up to when we'll actually meet him and hopefully Maybe have him in on. five years you can like shake his hand and make eye contact. <laughs> Hi. We'll see where we're at. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if our relationship progresses. Yeah. We'll see. So we'll continue on on our journey as we are. 80% of the way through. This makes me so sad. We have 20% left. There's still a lot that has to happen. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. But it's going to be an action-packed 20 episodes. Yeah, so. We're going to see a lot more of the guys. That's Oh, true. yeah. Very true. Yeah. Cool. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.